When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! Half of that is accurate. Half of that is not. It is a Laker uh, ticket giveaway Thursday, so we got some tickets for you. The Lakers and the Hawks, so you got to listen to us all day long for your chance to win those tickets. Slee is considering some Raider tattoos. I I have my own suggestions that we'll get to in in a little bit. By the way, not a tattoo, a couple of them. Two Just a couple of them, yeah. If we're going to do this, let's just go all Multiple tattoos. Yep. I like it. I I like that you got your Raider jersey on today. Mm -hmm. I like that you've got your Darth Vader mask as you're doing the show. You're you're ready for the black hole. Listen, (laughs) I'm a a Raider guy. Uh, (laughs) I always have been, you know. and it's What's funny is... I've always moved with them. So when they were in L.A., I was in L.A. When they moved to the Bay Area and they were up in Oakland, just randomly I decided to buy a condo out there and live out there for as long as they were. When there was a lot of conversation of what are the Raiders going to do, I put my condo up for sale, and now I'm currently residing at the Wynn in Las Vegas. <laughs> Perfect. Now all you got to do is go all the way and get multiple Raider tattoos, which we, mm-hmm. uh, like our listener from yesterday, he had three. I think that you at least need to go that far and maybe one-up him and get a fourth. Maybe. I, I still am leaning strongly to something that is visible, like maybe the, the back of your hand or the face or something that you just can't cover up. Yeah. Maybe I'll get a full <laughs> Tim Brown tattoo. Maybe I'll go... Maybe I'll, I'll go more aggressive. You got to go I'll like go, Kenny Stabler or something. Tim go Gene Upshaw. Let me let Isn't me go better. Better. Uh, I, okay, but, but then this one's going to be even though it'd be the most baller one. Marcus Allen. That's that's the most fantastic, baller one. But that's I mean that's a great choice. If we're in. We're in. Let's uh, <laughs> now listen. If the only thing I will say, if the Raiders did lose to the Chargers, maybe after that I'm going to get another AFC tattoo. Maybe maybe I'm going to go go Titans. You know, I, you, Whoever you know, it I don't is. know if people know this about you or not, but yeah. you are a very low-key, huge Ryan Tannehill fan. That You've always been a big Tannehill yep. guy going all the way back to his days in Miami, all the way back to his days at A&M. You are, just, you are all in. It, just, it depends on week to week and who's going uh, up against. I'm not kidding. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not kidding Chargers. when I say this. I'm not kidding when I say this. If somebody told me, hey, Al, got an extra ticket, come out to Vegas, Raiders and the Chargers on Sunday night. We're going to be hey, in the black hole. I'm careful. not kidding. No, 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 no. I, I'm not kidding when I tell you this. Be careful. Well, no, here's the problem. The problem is I <laughs> can't do somebody's it. Somebody's going to call out. Which and is fine. Ticket, and I would be go. in. Here's All the problem. Right. The problem is I've got the Lakers game. Lakers and Memphis. Yeah, see, like, I literally can't do it because of the Lakers game. I'll, I'll make you an but, offer right now. I'll make you, what, what, I'll make you an offer right now. No, I'm I not, will do I'm not double leaving. duty. I will okay. do both. I get it. I understand it, and I appreciate and respect that very, very much so. But I, I'm not leaving the Lakers broadcast. I, I got to go 
we, we got work to do over there. So that wasn't a real offer then. That was just more you posturing and trying to trying to get in good with your new Raider buddies and, and trying to position yourself when the real because I guarantee you if you throw that out there the offer will come. Oh no no it I would can I almost guarantee it. I don't question that for a second. I really don't. Now at the same time this is the same Raider fan base that back in the days in San Diego, wouldn't let me park in certain areas because I was a Charger fan. But we were in San Diego, and they're like, doesn't matter, bro. You got to go go to Q4 on the other you're, side of the Qualcomm Stadium. You're right. I'm in the wrong spot. Let me let me just back out of here, fellas. Here, here's $20 for your trouble. Let me turn around and go it's my back fault. the other yep. way. Got a tall pack here. Sorry to interrupt your tailgate. Let me leave the beers. Uh, Let me leave them here with you guys. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Um, The other thing that was in there, uh, I went on with Mason in Ireland yesterday and with Jorge, and we were talking about the the wine situation that we talked about on the show yesterday. Oh, I didn't know that. So Uh, it was – it kind of reached the next level of the show. Update me because I have no idea what happened there. So, well, very quickly – for people yep. that maybe and, and again, this is why you need to come into the show every day and stay with us as long as you possibly can. I would prefer three hours that you listen to us all day long. So you know all this stuff. But there was some confusion over the holidays. No confusion. I screwed it up very simply. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. the confusion was the result of your screw up, but there was confusion. You you brought both Taylor and myself a yep. gift. Mm-hmm. And you labeled one with my name and one with his name, only you put them in the wrong places. You yep. put my gift in Taylor's locker, locker. which Taylor, Taylor thought was a gift from me that yep. I would, for some reason, write my name on a gift that I gave to Taylor. <laughs> and then the other thing was I came into our studio, saw it sitting on my chair, but it had Taylor's name on it, and I thought Taylor had just placed it there inadvertently. You moved it to the side and, and it sat there it the through side. the whole holidays. It's not mine. Yep. It's not mine. Why, why would I have looked at it? It, mm-hmm. it didn't have my name on it. So anyway, we find out that Taylor doesn't drink and that Taylor gave my bottle of wine to Jorge. And Jorge has since consumed my bottle of wine. He already took it down. So the wine's <laughs> it's, gone. It's gone. Wine's gone. We found out yesterday. But Ireland asked a very important question yesterday mm-hmm. that all of us kind of overlooked yesterday. Mm-hmm. Where's the second bottle? Where is it? It is okay. Do you want to know where it is? I'll tell you exactly where it is. It's in your kitchen. No, <laughs> where is no, it? It's in the studio that I do the Laker broadcast from. Oh, so it's still around. Yeah. So I put it, Taylor. <laughs> I eventually took it from the main studio. So I'm like, All right, everybody's coming in here doing the main shows, and they just keep seeing this wine bottle here with, with this, Taylor's you know, with the it. wine bag with Taylor's name. So I took that. And I put it then in the other studio where I do the Laker broadcast from. So it's just sitting there right now. So that that, but that again, one was is that, specific. Is that mine now or is that Taylor's? Like I don't, I'm still confused as to that one was I was specific. supposed to get the bottle of Pinot, right? That, that was, was what was That was specific to, to Taylor. Okay. The bottle that I got you that then went to Taylor, which then, <laughs> then Jorge, Jorge consumed. <laughs> that one was specific to you. Okay. Uh, and the reason, taste in wine, by the way, there was a little moment that was a little weird. Okay. When Taylor and I were putting all the pieces together, there was a card for Taylor still in the other bag, right? Because remember, Taylor wrote, Taylor read the card that I gave to you and thought that was from you as well. Best wishes from Mr. Sliwa. More it was like, (laughs) hey, great time. Let's keep it up. It was like Uh one of those, right? Yeah. 
I believe Taylor's exact Great quote sale. yesterday was, there wasn't anything that special in it. It wasn't yeah. sentimental or anything yeah. like that. It was just pretty, By the way, thanks, pretty perfunctory. It could have been I, for me, too. I appreciate that. <laughs> it could have gone either way. Interpreted. Either way. Yeah, exactly. 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 FYI, great sale this weekend at Costco. Um, okay, so Taylor, when I when I was you know taking the bag back, and I'm like, I'm giving Taylor his card, and he was almost like, well, I already got a card no no but taylor this card is for this one was specific to you and now taylor has the card but the wine bottle sitting there here here's here's my takeaway from this this whole debacle comes down to this oh i screwed up no question emily's the only one that got the gift that was intended for her on time that was with a note for emily so at least one person on our team got uh, what they were supposed to get. and i very much appreciated it it is it was a great gift I have not uh, enjoyed it yet, but I will soon. <laughs> Good. Well, at least what? What is that? One for three? Is that uh, was that your one batting average in this one? One for three. <laughs> yeah, it's very power. simple. You can just lay it on my keyboard, and that's about. I, I. It's not. You can't get confused that much. It's my free throw percentage. One for three. <laughs> so do I get the bottle that's in the Laker? I. I, I feel like I still yeah. owed a bottle at some point, even even though it, it it's kind of passed and my birthday's a long way away. Our one year anniversary is coming up. You could give it to me. You could just put it in your locker or your desk for for another few months. I'm not. I'm not sure what to do from this point. So I. I don't know. And then we're back. Not. We're not in studio now. You know, everything's kind of changed. So we'll we'll see ESPN. what happens. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. If you want to participate in the show, you know how to do it. It is the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back, so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. So you guys know that number, 877-710-ESPN. Um, I like that you took the initiative yesterday, Slee, that you texted us and mm-hmm. said, okay, I uh, not only did I watch episode three of Karate Kid, but I just I hit that next episode button. You went double dip yesterday. You do- uh, Not having the Laker games yeah. uh, a couple of days in a row screws really up freed everything. you up to watch some TV. I like it. Yeah, it screws up everything. It throws me off. This was um, – it was actually a little bit later than I thought. Around 7 o'clock, I just said bad news. I watched two episodes, so <laughs> – we were supposed to do one episode a day. That was mm-hmm. the idea, Monday through Friday. And then next week, we we're going to do the same thing. The The show, it's not that the show is good enough to where you have to binge watch it. That's not the case at all. Because I, I think, Trav, you would agree. I we are both, strongly agree. Yes. We are both kind of enjoying what we're doing here, watching Cobra Kai. But it's not like it's one of those where you're like, oh, my gosh. I, You know what? I can't do anything. I, I have to sit here and I got to watch this. The, the difference was when you have two straight nights without Lakers basketball, it's incredibly confusing. Like, I don't know what to do. I, I <laughs> Yesterday I was putting Christmas stuff away. I was We went to Target. I thought I was going to an amusement park. Like, there was a lot of – Still a zoo? Was it still just mayhem no, in departments? No, it was okay? No, it wasn't. But amusement okay, park as in it was exciting. Like, I was going to Target on a, on a weeknight, and usually I can't do I, that because there's a Lakers game. So – you know, we went in and got what we needed, and I was like, "Well, what's the rush? Like, why don't we just keep walking around and take a look at what's going on at Target?" So, to answer your question, I had plenty of time yesterday to watch Cobra Kai, and it wasn't because it deserved two straight episodes; it's because I had the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's very well said because I here here's how it went for me, and we'll we'll get into the episodes a little bit more. But the fact of the matter was, when episode three ended. 
Mm-hmm. I had that. Why did Sliwa watch a fourth? I really don't want to watch another one of these tonight. I don't this blame is, you. This is this is not good. I but don't. I, also, I don't blame you. I also don't want you to be ahead of me. So I, I kind of muscled through the fourth episode, and we've hit that point where we need we need something good to happen. We're going to need some Johnny Lawrence activity very soon because what I saw in episodes three and four is not not what I signed up for. This is not why I am here. It's not here to watch the Larusa clan teach Miguel how to change a fan belt. That is not what I need. I need I need more than that. Why can I ask you this? You know how we talk about with certain movies, one of the most kind of our pet peeve, right? Isn't Kurt did the Kurt Warner movie come out yet or no? It did. Okay. You know how we were talking about how they have actors acting as athletes. Yes. And then, you know, here's a role where you got a dude that has made his career by being such an unbelievable NFL quarterback and he's got a really cool story behind it. But yet, the guy who plays Kurt Warner, I haven't seen it, but I think you were telling me, like, the guys can't throw the ball, or it looks a little odd, or it looks a little... Why in Cobra Kai, there were so many moments yesterday where I'm like, can you just bring somebody that can sort of kick? Just can sort of kick. Just, you know, it doesn't have to be a good kick. Nobody's asking for Bruce Lee to be out here. But can you just get somebody who can get maybe their leg over their hip? Something along those lines. (laughs) Yeah, there's I had a lot those more Bob yesterday. Lee than Bruce Lee. There, there's just there's nobody there that's really selling it other than Johnny Lawrence. It, it, the, we, we've 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 entered a very dangerous phase of Karate yeah. Kid that uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of, but we'll muscle through it. If there's it, any more scenes where them trying to catch carp in somebody's backyard, I think I'm officially out. That that like, was the dumbest thing I've seen on this show in a while. It's like me being an actor for a great left-handed pitcher. Okay, so not even a right-handed pitcher. Like I'm throwing. This is my slider. I'm a southpaw, and I've never thrown left in my life. Those are some of the kicks I was watching yesterday. It's that's a pretty good description. All right, so because there was no Laker game, because there yeah. was no football last night, um, I dabbled in a little Mavericks and Golden State Warriors basketball last night. So we got to see Dirk Nowitzki have his number retired, and it got me thinking. Mm-hmm. Who's next here? Who is next here in the city of L.A., and who should we have retired already? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, no one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels way better, and with Stat Hero, you can. So first off, let me just say this. Travis and I have been talking about Stat Hero now for about four months, and we greatly appreciate their partnership on the show. If you like daily fantasy sports, maybe you're familiar with it, maybe you're not. Just go on your – download the app and have it on your phone. Trav, I think you know you could speak to this. It makes the game so much funner. I, you actually get – now all of a sudden, just like the way we do fantasy football and everything else, each one of these games you can have some action in, and the best way to do it is to do it through Stat Hero. Yeah, because you get to see what your comp- – I mean, th- think about it. Think if you had the scouting report of the team that you were going to play, right? You knew exactly what they were going to do. You knew exactly who they were going to play. That's what Stat Hero does. They show you your lineup before you have to post yours. I, you, you know I need to beat these guys. I need to beat Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert this weekend. Mm-hmm. If you like it, you play. If you don't like it, you find a different one that you like better, and you play against that one, and you just need to beat that one lineup. You don't need to beat an entire field of people. Just one lineup. Nobody else does that. Only Stat Hero, the number one DFS site for Travis Lee. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's always been one of those things that I've kind of wondered about. Like, yeah. would I enjoy a game in the black hole oh, of the dog? Oh, hell yeah, you would. Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. It, a whole game? Yes. Like, I understand hanging out yep. for a beer or two. You want to hang out the whole time with the guy with the shoulder pad spikes, the Darth Vader helmet, the lightsaber? That's 100%. like four hours worth of that. That's a 100%. lot. 100%. 100%. And on top of that, no, no, listen. Let me, let me give you a good example. All right. When you watch... I mean, it's lost kind of its – I think it's lost a lot of its allure, but Duke, North Carolina, when you're watching a game with Duke and how crazy they go, and, you know, when they're at the free throw line and they're shaking their hands and doing all that stuff, it's one of the coolest things that you could watch in sports. Yeah. Environment-wise, I think it's amazing to be in environments like that. Have you ever um, have you ever rushed the field or rushed the court or anything? Once. Uh, a big Monday, 1990. Yep. Uh, UC awesome. Santa Barbara upsets the number one team in America, the UNLV running Rebels, and it, the game. Okay, the game started wow. at nine o'clock at night. Okay, so Big it was Monday, one of those midnight. Yep. B- back in the day, Big Monday was you'd have the Big East, which mm-hmm. when it was the Big East, right, like Georgetown against St. John's, big game. Mm. Then they'd have the big. I think it was the Big Eight at the at the time, and mm-hmm. it would be like Nebraska against Kansas, right? It'd be a big game in the Big Eight, and then you'd have a game in the Big West. So you'd have Big East, Big Eight, Big West, and the Big West. UNLV was one of the best teams in the country at the time. And we beat UNLV in the Thunderdome, 1990, and a 18-year-old Travis Rogers ran down onto the court. Absolutely. Okay. okay, this is why I'm asking the question. Because is that not one of the coolest experiences you've ever had in sports? And I, I, I bring that up because I think there's certain environments in sports. So we use the black hole, for example, my Raiders, right? Like, let's, let's, let's get right back to that. Yes. Um, when I got my third tattoo – of Al Davis. I have three Al Davis tattoos. All Al Davis themed? All Al Davis. Yep, all of them Al Davis. Um, Face, pro, like straight on profile. Well, I have three of them. The third one. I have three of them. So there's, <laughs> right. there's, there's one different of his perspectives. Face, like full face. Yep. One's a, a profile like George yep. Washington on the quarter. What's yep. the third one? The third one is somebody took a photo of the first one when I was getting the tattoo. So it's me getting a tattoo of Al Davis. So oh, it's, it's a little meta. I like exactly, it. It's, it's, exactly. It's very nice. Very nice. All right. So that is one of the – I've rushed as well, and it was a San Diego State game. I can't remember what it was, all the details of it. It's one of the coolest. The black hole, I would think, is one of the cooler sports experiences that are out there. And it just – you know, there's certain environments. I'm sure – at Lambeau and the Lambeau leap and being in the mix yeah. of that, I'm sure some of these international soccer matches, it doesn't get any better being at a Man City or a Man United or a Barcelona or some of those. Raiders kind of have their own thing. I, I think it would be amazing to be in that. But it's not just the environment. Like, I'd, I'd love to go to a Raider game at Allegiant Stadium. That would be awesome, right? I would mm-hmm. love to go experience that. But the Black Hole, I, I, look, I, I don't think that I have enough 
swag, enough manliness, whatever you want to call it, to venture in the those guys in the black hole are pretty serious dudes. Bro, I don't I know get, if I can hang with I get, them. I can hang I get, drinking wise, but I was I gonna I say I get a few drinks wise. in you, get a few <laughs> drinks in you, and you're gonna think like I told you. Remember I told you I was I went to the Rage Against the Machine concert. I was ready. <laughs> I was ready that day. Hey, you know, if it's three to six months in the slammer, it's worth it. This is this is the moment. So, you know, we, we adjust to our environment. All right, it's time for some Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. This is, this is an interesting point. I want to put Paul in Mission Viejo on here for a second, Al, because he, he brings up an interesting question that I, we, we talked about briefly, but I think we need to reconsider. I want to hear what Paul has to say first. Paul, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? Hello, you there? Yep. Yeah, yeah, this is Paul from Mission Viejo. I'm 55 years old. Um, the, the season is too new. I'm turning on the radio. I got to keep shutting it off. I'm in sales. I'm on the road a lot, and I got to keep shutting it off and turn it back on and see if you guys have stopped talking about it. And um, it's hurting us all this conversation right now. The okay, Paul. Is too Paul, new. Can, Paul, can I help you out here? Can I help you out here? Trust me. Whatever we tell you, we're not spoiling anything. This is not. <laughs> this is not. Um, you know, if, well. Well, let, ahead, let, me, let me use it as an example. If there was a really, really good movie or there was a really good series that was going on right now that Travis and I genuinely thought this is just a really good show, I'd be more with you, Paul. Trust me when I tell you there's nothing Travis and I are going to say about Cobra Kai, who I think we all feel we're 14 years old when we're watching it, that you're going to walk home and eventually watch it and be like, man, these guys really screwed it up for me. That's my personal opinion. I, I don't agree with that at all, Paul. I have a couple of questions for you. First of all, what is your standard in and out order? I want to make this a regular part of what we do when people call in. I need to know if you're one of us or whether you're just a part-timer. What, what is, when you go through the line at in and out what do you get? Okay, hands down, I get the regular cheeseburger, but the trick is well done, and you have to get the fries well done. That's the only way I can bear them. If you have them well done, they're edible. Perfect. Okay, that's number one. And number two, would it help you if Alan and I had like a Cobra Kai set where we just exclusively contained our Cobra Kai segment to one particular part of the show? Would you feel better about that? Would you stick with us longer if you knew that, all right, if I, as long as I drop out for these five minutes, I'm not going to get any Cobra Kai spoilers? I always stick with you, and yes, that would be fantastic. Excellent. There you go. So I, th- I think that's the, maybe the happy medium, Al. Thank you, Paul. That if may- maybe if we have like a designated like LaRusso zone yeah. where, where we break it down at one point each day, and that way if people want to avoid the spoilers, they can. But if you're more like us and you just kind of want to power through this thing, you can stick with us. I don't think Cobra Kai deserves its own. <laughs> I don't think it deserves. Well, this is where we differ. People going out of their way to say, oh, my gosh, they're talking about episode three. It, it certain big movies, deal. certain movies Look, and certain shows deserve but, but, it. Okay, did you ever watch? Have... Wait, did you ever watch the what was uh, <laughs> Emily? What was the show that you were trying to get me to watch? You told me like season seven. What Game was it? Game of Thrones, right? Oh yeah, Game Thrones. of Thrones. Game yeah. of Thrones. I think that How one. How could you was... not pull Game of Thrones? By the way, <laughs> I've never seen an episode, but it's like one of the most popular television series ever. Hundred percent. Also, and, guys, and if you gave me five minutes, I still want to come up. What, with what it. was that gangster show on HBO with the guy <laughs> that uh, you know? What, what was that about? What was the name of that show? <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, I just talked to Chris. So now we're going to institute a drop 
where it's going to be a uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert for, Co- oh, for like Cobra it. Kai. It so doesn't deserve that, it. So if you're listening and you don't want any Cobra Kai spoilers, if you hear that sound, you're warned. Look, I, Al, can I? I'm going to tell you something here. I deeply respect your disinterest in Cobra Kai. I really do. Well, I like. I I'm like watching. You throwing, it. <laughs> no, I know you are, but I, I get the sense that you're watching it more out of professional obligation than I'm genuinely enjoying the process. But I like that you're trying to dump on something that the rest of us are enjoying because that's usually my my lane. <laughs> I usually like that move quite a bit, but just because you don't like it doesn't mean that guys like Paul and Mission Viejo and Travis Rogers don't want to really savor these moments and enjoy them. I wouldn't want to know uh, about Miguel getting fat if I hadn't seen it myself. I want to see that with my own two eyes. What are we going to do when there's actually a series that deserves the respect Same and thing. deserves the... Uh, let's make sure that we don't spoil it. And, and here's Cobra Kai now even getting a alert on the show that it's coming. <laughs> it's got to have like a kick sound and a Miyagi sound. Chris knows what. Chris is better at this than anybody else, so he'll know exactly how to put this thing together. All right. Dirk Nowitzki's number retired last night in Dallas. Who's next here in L.A.? We're going to do it next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know how much fun going to a Laker game is, right, Al? Of course. Imagine going to a Laker game for free. Imagine just somebody saying, hey, here's some tickets. That's what you can do today. You can win tickets to the Lakers okay. and the Hawks. It's, it's, like, it's like free food, right? As much no. as... As much this fun as it is to go out, it's more fun when somebody else pays for it. That's always okay. better. This is perfect. This was a conversation came up yesterday. So my girl set up reservations at a restaurant. I don't know. It was like a week ago or something like that. And it's for tonight. Um, and she has a gift certificate there. And right out the gate, I'm like, why? It just it tastes so much better. There's something about it when you're not paying a dime for it. So you're talking <laughs> about you're talking about this Laker game. And, you know, getting a chance to win. So this is obviously we're, we're doing the uh, Thursday ticket giveaway. But going to an actual sporting event where you didn't have to drop a couple hundred dollars for each ticket. <laughs> yep. And now that money can go towards the concession stands and the drinks and everything else. 
that's a that's a solid setup right there. Can't beat it. All right, we're going to get to the retired numbers here in about 45 seconds. I got one quick uh, tweet I want to read from Sharif Wade, who read very simply, and this is directed to you. Does Allen not like Cobra Kai? Um, no, I, 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 I like it. I don't by <laughs> any means love it. By the way, it's like this. It's like going to a restaurant and you're like, all right, there's just enough there to bring you back. It's not something that you're going to go tell, you know, you're going out of your way to tell somebody, hey, this is an amazing restaurant. You got to go. Oh, the service is top notch. The quality of the food is awesome. I'm not walking away saying that about Cobra Kai. But what I will say is, you know, <laughs> if you're in a hurry and you got to grab something to eat, it gets the job done. Gets the job done. No. <laughs> well, it's. It, I guess there's different tastes for different folks. Now, I'm starting to realize, like, you don't even like it for the campy factor, which we'll, we'll come back to it another point. All right. So I'm watching the, the Warriors and the Mavs last night. A C- couple of things. And we'll get back to this here in a second. The way that the Warriors did not – played great last night but the way that they play I think really kind of brought home how much work that the Lakers need to do to get on that level over the course of the last couple of months it's coming up in a minute but the night was about Dirk Nowitzki getting his number retired um and it got me thinking about who's who's next right like who's the next guy here in LA and I mean look we know Powell is going to get his number retired we know Clinton yep. Kershaw is going to get his number the, the, those are it's just we just gotta that's wait, happening. right? Yep, yeah, that's it, just, it's, it's, it's just gonna time. happen. Mm-hmm. We just gotta wait. We just gotta wait for these things to go by. There's there's a handful of uh, Aaron Donald is gonna have his number retired by the Rams. That that's going to happen. It's just he's got to finish playing, and then we gotta wait a little bit. All of those sorts of things. Are there a guy or two that kind of jumps to your mind? Because I, this is terribly obvious, but I still don't understand why it hasn't been done. I don't understand how Fernando Valenzuela does not have his number retired by the Dodgers. Now, the good news is, since he stopped playing for the Dodgers, no one else has worn it. No, no one else has gone out there and been number 34, but it's not officially retired. The Dodgers don't have an official policy of you have to be in the Hall of Fame. However, all of their retired numbers, with the exception of one, are in the Hall of Fame. Jim Gilliam is not, but he was killed tragically in an accident, and they retired his number shortly thereafter. Um how was because for, for not only was Fernando a great pitcher, Cy Young Award winner, Rookie of the Year, World Series champion, you know, just everything that Fernando accomplished on the mound. But I don't know if there's been a player in the last fifty years for yep. the Dodgers, yep. and I'm, you know, obviously Jackie Robinson's in a category by himself that has had the cultural impact on the team and the city the way that Fernando Valenzuela did here in Los Angeles back in 1981. So let, let me say this, I, and I got a couple in mind as well, and I'll, I'll talk. I can I can't have that same conversation that you have that you can have about the Dodgers. I think you have you know a certain passion for the team and you've been following them since you were a little kid and uh, it's very unique. I try to step aside when a conversation like that is happening. If if I can list off a couple different Laker players, none of them, and this is me, none of them I think would have more of the conversation impact or would have. Um, you know, local fans would galvanize more than Fernando. So it's yeah. like even even as a, I'll call myself an outsider, it's still no question Fernando. You know, like I, I, I'm very, very well aware of his impact in L.A. to an extent. Yes. Maybe not to your, you know, maybe not to how, how much uh, um, you can talk to it, but I think that is such a, you know, one of those that if tomorrow the Dodgers decided, hey, you know what, 
we are going to retire Fernando Valenzuela. I think there would be 10 out of 10 people that there would be no question about it. Hey, this is great. This is awesome. They would galvanize behind the idea and the thought. Now, if I want to make a case. I want to stop you real quick. That's such a good point. It's such a good point. Is there anybody who would be like, come on, man, really? Like, there wouldn't be a soul that wouldn't be like, yeah, the only only objection would would, would be, what the hell took so long? That's it. Okay. Nothing else. So let let me say this now. If I if I use a Laker example and I and I try to make a case and I say, well, Derek Fisher has five championships with the Lakers. Derek Fisher was there for the Kobe Shaq era. Derek Fisher was there with the Kobe Pau Gasol era. Derek Fisher is a um, he was a critical piece for the Lakers for X amount of years. The Lakers drafted him. Um, he hit big shots. I could go through all of that. I guarantee you there are going to be Laker fans that say, yeah, I get it, but he's not Kobe. He's not Powell. He's not Shaq. He's not West. He's not Chamberlain. He's not Kareem. I don't think you're going to have any of that conversation with Fernando. And that it, It's almost like it, it takes me back. It steers me back over to Fernando because sure. I think the cases that I can make with some Laker players, there will always be somebody that says, come on. You want to retire that guy's jersey? Look at the jerseys that are up there. I think Fernando kind of stands in a in a class of himself. That, that's a great point too. That there, if you put Fernando in between Don Drysdale and Sandy Koufax, does it feel illegitimate? No, mm-hmm. not, not at all. If you put Fernando Valenzuela's number thirty four next to Clayton Kershaw's number twenty two, which is going to hang up there eventually too, does it feel like it doesn't belong? No. It, it, it absolutely doesn't. There's there's nothing about it that doesn't feel absolutely 100% earned. And, and it's not just the baseball. that You cannot – I mean, put it to you this way, and I know that this is the least scientific thing in the world. They made a 30 for 30 about Fernando Mania. Mm-hmm. Okay, they, they, don't, they don't make those about just anything. And I know sometimes that they're about, you know, maybe stories that you don't know. Sometimes they're about really stories that we all know that they tell it from a different angle. But – Fernando, baseball in 1981 was still a really big deal, but it took it to a whole nother level that every time Fernando would pitch, here's this guy from Mexico, he's 19 years old, he doesn't speak English, they discovered him, you know, Mike Brito discovered him, and he got thrown in on opening day because Jerry Royce's arm wasn't right, and he throws a shutout, and it just, it turns out he's rookie of the year in Cy Young, he can hit, he can run the bases, he can do all these things. Everybody loved him, and the fact that he was Mexican in Los Angeles made it that much better because we have such a heavily uh, Mexican-influenced community here, and there are so many Mexican-Americans here in Los Angeles that he was the best player on a really good team and for a really long time. What are we waiting for? You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I I think, too, it's something that I think that makes the the Dodgers – their fan base so unique. Go to a Dodger game. By the way, Lakers are like this too. But if you go to a Dodgers game, I mean, you want to talk about, and I, I, this probably has a lot to do with just LA in general. Every ethnicity you could think of, yeah, at a well, Dodgers that's game. That's the and, city. And it it, it and, is yeah. the city. But I think, and I, I can't speak to this, but I'm sure there's probably plenty of people who watched Fernando Valenzuela when they were younger and became a Dodger fan because of him and today they're still a Dodger fan and they're still a season ticket holder and now their kids are Dodger fans as well because of it he has such a cultural impact and uh it's funny because when you say I think I think this is such an interesting conversation because Dirk gets retired yesterday 
they're no-brainers out there. Sure. And I think L.A. kind of sits in this, you know, it, it, there's so many different athletes that have represented Los Angeles over the years. You got the no-brainers. Powell's a no-brainer. He's going to get – his jersey's going to get retired, right? Sure. Um, there Kershaw. are players that are no-brainers. Kershaw's a, a no-brainer. Yeah. But then there's always the case of, hey, is Michael Cooper or is Mike Piazza or is – the Fernando one was – that's the one where it's like, why – what. What are the what's the reasoning here? Just because he's not in the Hall of Fame, I, I think you can I think you can separate it. There's certain players that have certain impacts for a certain city and organization. I think he should be one of those players. I, I'm going to go back to I'm going to take two things you said and I'm going to put them together. Here, here's number one: the idea of does it look when you said about Derek Fisher, if you put Derek Fisher in between Jerry West and Shaquille O'Neal, does that feel right? It's like ah. Uh... <laughs> You're right. You, you know, it, it right. just no, it's no, saved it, it for that. Yes, yeah, it, it it doesn't. It does not feel like Shaquille O'Neal and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It 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 doesn't, and it doesn't downplay how how important Derek Fisher was. But he no. was not one of those players. Look, I'll, I'll say, I think it should be. I, I and I'm not the world's biggest Derek, but for five championships, and you're not sure. just along for the ride, but you're an important part mm-hmm. of those all five of those. I think it's absolutely well well earned. But you can't say the same thing about Fernando. You could put Fernando next to anybody else up there, and it feels right. And it just it just feels like that's the best way to do it. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Who would you like to see up there? There, t- pick your sport, pick whatever you want. Make it creative. Make it somebody that we've overlooked. Make it somebody that maybe is a little bit off the beaten path. Michael Cooper is a really interesting one too, uh, yeah. Al, that you mentioned because I have a very soft spot for Coop in my heart because. I was about to Showtime Lakers. He was an incredibly important part of that. If you want to call in, please do. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. We'll continue that conversation. Plus, did you see? Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So before we get started on Did You See, Taylor, you found the second bottle. Have you already given that to Jorge, or are you going to redirect that where it's supposed to, to go, or how are you going to handle that? Yeah, that belongs to Jorge now, right? That's, that's where it's supposed to go. <laughs> it, th- this, it, that's Jorge the one just, that actually Jorge's has your name on it? stocking up. He's literally going to uh, He's going to be a total wine and more. There was no the name on that. No name in that bag. Well, there you go. All right. What do you got for us today, Taylor? Okay, guys. Did you see that it's National Technology Day? If you could pause technological advancement in any decade, which decade would you pick? Should we just have stopped with the BlackBerry 20 years ago, or would you go back even further? Al, I'm gonna, I'll go first on this one, because okay. I, I, and I think this is going to have a lot to do with our varying ages, right? That what we got used to, like if we could stop it right before answering machines. I don't know what decade that is or what year that is. Probably somewhere in the late 70s, early 80s. I, I'm okay with that. Like I want I want the good things to move forward like medicine and things like that. Like I want to be able to the cancers that we can cure now. I want I want to be able to still do that. I don't want to get numbed when I go to the dentist. <laughs> no, I I want all that. But what I don't want is this constant ability for someone to find me. This, this ability to be in constant touch where if yeah. somebody calls you, like remember before you'd call somebody's house. That's why house, you got to go camping. <laughs> you're, by the way, good point, good point. But you'd call somebody's house, it'd ring six or seven times, you'd hang it up, and, and I guess I don't, I don't know where they are. 
You couldn't leave them a message. You couldn't text them or or anything like that. It's just, I guess I'll try them later. Maybe you'd call back later. Maybe you'd ride your bike over to their house and knock on their door and see if something was going on. I like that you had to kind of hustle to meet someone. You kind of had to put it out there to find a way to connect with somebody. I like being able to look at my phone and all that stuff as much as the next guy, but not constantly being in contact is a pretty good deal, I think. Okay, so I, I don't know where we were technology-wise, but I'll just say when I was like 10 to 15 years old, I don't know. There was nothing better. Trap, maybe this still happens. You're in a neighborhood. You got kids. There was nothing better than, no, 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 to have fun or to do something. You had to go outside and play some basketball with yes. your neighbors. Yes. You had to go outside and in the cul-de-sac think you were – Steve Young or Joe Montana because you threw a dart on two-and-two football on a blacktop. Okay? Down and out by the Buick Cutlass. Oh, by the way, it was the same play every time. It was the same play every time. Like, you know, I ran a chair 39 times. Um, But I I think there was something about that time where it was so freaking innocent. Yeah. You know, we we did this uh, before, before the Christmas holidays. I did that event with Sandlot. Yeah. Sandlot, the movie, was about just everybody going outside the and playing baseball, and it's a pickup basketball game, whatever it is. I, listen, I, I, maybe that's still happening, but I think it would be less. Can I tell you something? Over over the holidays, my girl got me an Oculus, the oh, wow. VR. Okay? Okay. I, I don't know if you guys have any idea what the hell those things are. I don't know anything about virtual reality, Oculus. I don't know anything about that world. Trav, I've had this thing for a week. <laughs> I I have to have time in the day where I throw that hey, bad boy on. It's my Oculus time. Everybody leave me alone. Do you know if you wanted to, you said you were watching the Mavs and the Warriors yesterday? Yeah. If you wanted to, you get on your Oculus. It's connected to, you know, obviously your Wi-Fi. You get the ESPN app, and you could throw on that game, watch it live, and it's on this screen because, you know, you're putting this headset on. You're literally watching it as if you're at a movie theater. It's it's. That's amazing. I don't know how to explain it if you don't have virtual. I think anybody who's tuning in right now knows VR. Do you lose track of the fact that you're watching? I don't want to say a simulation, but that you're not courtside or that you're not involved Bro, in these things. Do you, do you still realize I'm sitting in my living room watching the the Warriors and the Mavs on TV? You know, even if it's not TV. There there are videos. YouTube has their own YouTube VR. National Geographic has its own virtual reality. There are videos on there where it, you know, they'll put you in just as an example, like a hot air balloon. I feel like I'm I'm going down, like that I'm I'm gonna fall. <laughs> it is as it's it's insane how how cool it is. So this just kind of hits on the technology thing. Maybe there's a lot of people now who aren't outside anymore because. They can they can do boxing on virtual reality and get a workout in for twenty minutes or whatever it is, right? But that world is certainly taking over and it's changing. So that's I could I could be feeling my age a little bit because I picked up my son from baseball last night and he gets in the car and he immediately puts in his AirPods and he just disappears into his own world. I'm like, yeah. Uh, wouldn't be the end of the world to have a 15-minute conversation on the way home. He just home. sits, he's he's just sits in the back seat. More or less. He might as well. He might as well not even be in the car. He, he, might, he could be anywhere but sitting right next to me. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What's next, Taylor? Did you see that Schoolhouse Rock premiered on ABC 49 years ago today? Now, I remember this educational cartoon in between Saturday morning cartoons when I was a kid. So, Travis and Slee, what cartoon is the undisputed goat? 
of Saturday mornings. Oh, I got it. So for me, this first of all, the the schoolhouse rock was awesome. Conjunction, junction. What's your function? <laughs> there you go. I, I love that one. I'm only a Bill. That was a good one. Yuck mouth was a great one. They call me Yuck Mouth because I don't brush. <laughs> it was like to teach you how to brush your teeth. I love those things. But to answer your question, Taylor, the Super Friends, was there anything better than you would get Superman, Batman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, the the Wonder Twins with Zane and Jaina, all of those going up against the Legion of Doom? That was amazing. That was by far my favorite Saturday morning cartoon. Uh, Tom and Jerry was on Saturday mornings, right? For me, it was on in the afternoons when you get home from school on, like, weekdays. Okay. Because I, I would do Tom and Jerry. Remember Animaniacs? That's a little after my time, but I, I know what it is, yes. Okay, that's legendary, too. Um, Garfield. You used to do some Garfield <laughs> remember, back yeah, in the days. Yeah. Garfield, Garfield had a moment. Was, was Wait, I always get them. They're Garfield, and there was another orange cat. One of them was super lazy, and one of them ate lasagna. <laughs> Heathcliff. That was the other orange cat. Yeah. There, no, they was, had two orange cat cartoons. That it was uh, kind of like many. a rivalry. Yeah, you were either on one side or the other. <laughs> remember uh, Woody Woodpecker? Oh, I liked Woody Woodpecker. All right, there's a couple right there. Not too right bad. There. Not too bad. But they're the super friends. They they here's the thing. Zan and Jaina. Popeye, the I, Wonder think was on eh, I never liked Popeye because olive oil would ruin everything. She was always around, being all weak and in distress. And Bluto was Pooh. always. Bro, I used to watch Wave the Pooh Saturday mornings. <laughs> Bluto Bluto was kind of my guy. I liked Bluto. He'd always get beat up at the end by Popeye. Olive oil kind of ruined Popeye for me. One more, Taylor. Last one. Did you see that Pepsi is bringing back Crystal Pepsi for a limited time to celebrate its 30-year anniversary? What fad from days gone by is deserving of a comeback? Al? Mm. Well, first of all, uh, do you remember Crystal Pepsi? Yeah. Okay. It, it was, at the time, like a really big deal. It's like, wait, what do you mean there's – I remember going to the grocery it's like store. like 7-Up, but it tastes like Pepsi. <laughs> and I remember going to the grocery store where it was like – no, no, we got to get this one, right, Mom? And she's like, just grab the freaking Pepsi. Nobody's going to be drinking Crystal, whatever the hell this is. Trying to think of something back in the day. You got one off the top of your head that you'd the bring thing- back? Fanny packs. <laughs> I, I That's loved so That's fanny awesome. packs. That's yeah, awesome. You didn't look, hesitate. You, you would keep your sunglasses. In, like, so fanny packs had their moment when I was like a sophomore, junior in high school. And there was nothing better. You'd have your wallet in there. You'd Bro, have you should have seen keys. the look on your face. Fanny packs. <laughs> fanny packs yeah. are back, guys. Uh, uh, well, not for not for me. They're yeah, not. not for you guys. Gen Z, <laughs> yeah. Gen Z fashion's all about fanny packs. Everything like eighties, nineties is so in with Gen Z. Everything, so maybe you can just dress you up. <laughs> you could keep whatever you, you know. I and it, at the time I wore contact lenses. I yep. keep my little bottle of uh, the solution in there. My keys, my sunglasses, my wallet. I had everything you could ever want in that fanny pack. And it looked. And by the way, like you're gonna wear it off your hip, like it's a gun. You're gonna wear it in your back. You're gonna wear it in the front. Like where where you how you're gonna cinch it tight. You're gonna wear it loose so it dangles. There's a lot right of decisions now. to please, make. Please <clears throat> do me a favor. Do not let. Anyone tell you you cannot bring back fanny packs? Trav, you can do it, bro. No, I, I can't. want you. Yes, you can. My buddy I want Brian you at your local wears a fanny Albertsons. pack and he looks ridiculous. Okay, you know what's funny? When you go take the dog out for a walk, uh-huh. right? You got a, a. It's basically a fanny pack. You put his, you know, the bags in there. You put the all that. I rock that thing like it's the, like it's the it's like I'm making a fashion statement. But the reality is, it's only so rookie can eat, and we could pick up after him. Okay, <laughs> yeah. but I rock it like part- it's something. 
Like it's part of the fashion is a cross strap where like the fanny pack rides like right on your chest. That's also a big thing in Gen Z. So potentially, if it's not a fanny pack, I guess it's a it's a chest strap. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember the chain on the wallet? I, so that always felt a little. Uh, a little that was a little aggressive for Travis. Like that uh, fanny pack was nice, suburban, and safe. Like a wallet yeah. chain was. I'm getting ready to go to jail. Like yeah. I never felt like that was in my lane. Yeah, it probably wasn't in my lane, but I, I rocked it for a little bit. A I little loved bit, seeing it. Like I wallet. wanted to be. I wanted to be the guy. That oh, did the my wallet fall? No, it didn't, because I have a chain attached to my belt. Five hundred ones, big black leather belt with a wallet chain, and you just knew that he was getting ready to kick someone's ass. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to be that guy. I just never was. I was I was more, like, subtly trying to tease you into <laughs> getting beat up, not going to actually hurt someone along the way. All right, uh, we got lots of questions and opinions on whose number should be retired here in L.A. Some are with – I'm still looking for that first no Fernando. This needs to happen. This is going to be my cause moving forward. I want 34 hanging in the uh, outfield at Dodger Stadium. That's all coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.